0: The first question I thought of was, you know, when you talk about African rainbow minerals, um, these mines, were they perhaps known by any other name previously?
1: Yes. On the website, you will see a list of qualifying mines. So the six companies we're talking about are the parent companies. But there's a much longer list of, of, of physical mines that were owned or controlled by these companies. And that is available on the website. So they're Oh, I stand to be corrected but there might be 35 or 40 different mines um, that were under controlled by these companies in the past.
0: And Richard, how many mine workers are we potentially talking about here who could benefit from this?
1: We estimate in the range of 50 to 100,000 former gold mine workers um, are likely to have lung diseases and are likely to eligible to receive compensation under this settlement scheme.
0: So you've now launched this website, um, you've established a social media page. Uh, Are you anticipating that uh, more people could actually come forward as a result of this?
1: Yeah, there's been quite, because of the publicity around the settlement, there's been a lot of inquiries, a lot of people are coming forward and a lot of people are very anxious that they're going to be missed out they concern concerned that there are deadlines and if they don't make it, that they are going to lose out. And this is really an attempt to address those concerns. First of all, the, the settlement agreement needs to be made in order of the court. And that is still going to take a few months. We expect that will only happen in later this year, perhaps October, November months. Um, and then the trust is established and it begins its work. Now, it's got a total of 10 years to to traverse the whole subcontinent and to find former mine workers, uh, medically assess them and compensate them. It's also going to work very closely with a statutory compensation scheme, and the idea is to ensure that when people are seen by the trust um, or are seen under the statutory uh, structures that are created by the Department of Health, that they will qualify for both benefits. They're going to get the statutory benefit and a top-up benefit from the trust. There will also be a very comprehensive notice um, procedure. There will be advertisements in, in radio and uh, in the print media and also information that's communicated through structures working in these areas like care, trade union offices, um, Department of Health, um, clinics and hospitals. And there will be a very intensive campaign over the next months and years to enable people to come forward and participate, there will also be a system of mobile clinics and fixed clinics that will move through these areas to find workers. Um, so in places like the Eastern Cape, and the and Southern Mozambique, where there are very, very large numbers of mine workers, you can expect that there will be a very systematic process whereby clinics move through those areas uh, people are given information, invited to come forward, invited to undergo medical examinations and the like. And this whole process will unfold over the, over a time period of several years.
0: And, and, and I'm glad you said that because I was a bit concerned about uh, the use of social media and I would imagine that you would use other forms of communication to get in touch as well.
1: Yes, I think, I think absolutely. I think this is a stopgap measure. It's the beginnings of, um, you know, it's to address the concerns that there are. There are people who are worried that if they, they need to submit a claim, they don't know where to submit it and they fear that they might get left out. There is no reason to be concerned, but if you are, you're very really welcome to furnish your details. You go onto the database and, 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 and you will be contacted and you will be assured that you're not going to be missed.
0: Well, the other thing you can be assured of, Richard, is uh, some uh, unscrupulous people trying to cash in on this as well. And I think, you know, one saw this here around Gauteng, at least, uh, when uh, there were provident funds, surplus provident funds, and Mm. people were just mushrooming all over the show, taking people's details and fleecing them.
1: Um, That's that's a very real risk. I mean, the whole... The statutory compensation system is being tainted uh, by so-called sharks, with people who prey on sick workers and promise to assist them in return for um, a fee, a very big slice of the compensation. Um, and that, that problem is only going to be addressed through, through information and communication. Uh, there is no cost involved in submitting a claim to this fund. There is no cost involved in submitting a claim to the statutory compensation fund. Uh, but that message has to get out there to the most vulnerable people, uh, the people who are in the most remote areas, got the least access to information. And that's going to be a big challenge over the next while.
0: And of course, let me ask the million dollar question. How much is in the pot and how much do people uh, you know, stand to be compensated?
1: Yeah. The, there's a range of benefits according to the, the, the illness that you have, whether it's or silicosis, and then it also depends on the um, degree of the disease, how severe is it? Um, And then there are benefits for for widows of people who've died. The range of benefits is between 70,000 grand and 500,000 grand, and then there are the statutory benefits, which range between approximately um, 80,000 grand and 150,000 grand. Um, The the settlement is fairly complex There are 10 categories um, And I think it's also important for people to understand That um, there are mining companies There are places and mines where people have worked That have gone out of business That were wound up and have no relationship at all With these companies who are part of the settlement And so there, there, there are people who are going to be missed out This is a private settlement, if you like Between these companies Mm.
0: And um is there a statute of limitation yeah. also uh, with regard to how far back this mm. goes?
1: Um, yes, there are There are um um limitations and, and, and how far back it goes, particularly as it relates to um um people who died of these diseases. There are they are quite detailed complex criteria. Um And it's worth looking at the site because they do set out those criteria in some detail. Um, You know, I'm very concerned. Um, there, there uh, There will be unhappiness from people who don't qualify for benefits or don't qualify for the full benefit. And we've got to really focus on keeping people's expectations modest and not to create any false expectations about it.